0: Money FM 89.3 Best of weekends.:
1: Today we go to Toronto area, Mississauga, just outside of Toronto, to Harry Coro. Harry, of course, a former 1FM DJ who uh, just recently moved back to Toronto. Good morning, Harry, how you doing?
0: Well, good morning and good evening from Mississauga. It nine eighteen Saturday night.
1: <laughs> Amazing how that uh, that world clock works, huh?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. It, it messes my mind, but I'm, I'm, I've gotten used to the time difference now. So I have like Zoom meetings with my friends on a Friday morning there and Saturday, Thursday night here. Yeah, so it's crazy.
1: Uh, good for you. I, I know you've been back now in Canada for what, a little over a month, I believe. Is that correct?
0: That's correct. I landed on the 5th of April, went straight to 14-day self-isolation. I'm back home with my wife at a sweet reunion. Stay at home is, is awesome so far.
1: Yeah, good for you. Uh, let's, let's talk about the uh, overall situation in Canada right now. Um, I know that uh, Quebec province, and I think specifically Montreal, were really kind of the hotbed for a long time of the coronavirus. But, uh, but what are you observing there in terms of the numbers and, and what's happening now?
0: yeah so uh funny you say that it's a long weekend here first of all it's victoria day on monday so Mm. a lot of people are feeling so positive and so happy but then again the government of ontario has announced that we're still not open quite yet but we have some of the um seasonal businesses open but going back to the numbers i think quebec has a a higher number uh of covid cases but in ontario we're we're kind of close to that um there's uh, and in all of Canada, seventy-five over seventy, almost close to seventy-six thousand cases of of uh, COVID. But here in Ontario, there's twenty-two thousand three hundred thirteen um, cases of COVID. But seventeen thousand hmm. of those have recovered. Uh, about a one thousand eight hundred uh, and fifty or so have died from um, from um, uh, the virus. So
1: yeah.
0: yeah. That's the situation right there. Does it
1: seem to be stabilizing at all? Or or are people just kind of resigned to the fact that, hey, this is what it's going to be, and they're, like many places, starting to reopen just because, you know, governments feel like they got to get the uh, economic engine rolling again?
0: That's part of it, but uh, they they see a little bit of that um, slow increase in the numbers of COVID cases in the past couple of weeks. So they they kind of announced that the retailers, seasonal businesses, and health and community service providers – will be permitted to open or expand their services. So Tuesday, the 19th of May, is such an important day, an exciting day for a lot of these businesses because uh, some of them will be open.
1: Yeah, What have you seen in recent, uh, in recent weeks? Have people been venturing out a little bit more, or have they been pretty good in just kind of sticking at home? I know you're, you're kind of just outside of Toronto in a, in a bedroom community. Uh, and what, what has been the experience there? Well,
0: here in, where I live, it's uh, super suburbia. So pretty much uh, most people are staying at home. Me and my wife, for some exercise uh, and, and some physical activities, we walk early in the morning. There's mm. hardly anyone walking around. So you're still allowed to do that. You're still allowed to go to the supermarket. Um, they have drawn up all these uh, six feet of um, 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 social distancing for all these people going to the supermarkets. But you can still do that. It's not very strict, but for non-essential um Travel and businesses, um, they are encouraging you not to, to do any of these activities, except for these essential um, um, shopping for essential needs.
1: Yeah. And now you say on Tuesday, a lot of that will start to open up again.
0: That's right. Um, downtown Toronto, a lot of the uh, street side storefront is what they call them, uh, will be, now be open, but they will still be observing social distancing. They won't Open the doors to everyone. They would have to call you in one at a time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was at Costco the other day, and it took us about an hour to get in. And they call you based on the number of people who also exit. And this morning, because I've been seeing it, we were at Krispy Kreme just for the for the whole experience of that epic queue at, at Krispy Kreme, it took us about almost <laughs> two hours. Nobody can walk in. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, like, how is it that donuts are now such an essential thing for all
1: these Canadians? I think people are just dying to get out and do anything. But uh, but I'm surprised they didn't go to Tim Hortons instead, right? That's the big donut chain. <laughs> There's no queue at Tim Hortons. I mean, I love
0: Tim Hortons, but at Krispy Kreme... I can't even wrap my mind around the whole fact. So we were there for almost two hours. Yeah. Me and my wife, though, we bought Tim Hortons for breakfast, camped yeah. out in the car, waited for about an, uh, two hours before we got our Krispy Kreme. But, but you're right. A lot of people are itching to go out. And just, just the whole experience of driving out
1: yeah. to be
0: there outside is, is already such a welcome thing for everyone.
1: You know, Harry, if you could send me a box of Timbits by Federal Express, I would really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> We need something to go there. You our know, coffee. I would do that if I could.
0: <laughs> if I could, a lot of a lot of um, uh, we were trying to send parcels and and boxes out, but um, the Canadian Post Office um, is kind of slow doing that at the moment, so they're kind of not really keen on uh, sending all these stuff, except for of course emergency supplies and,
1: and sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it is a serious topic. We're we're having a little bit of fun with it. But uh, it is interesting to see what people value now that stuff is starting to open up a little bit and and what they go to first. And and typically, I was gonna say, typically, for most people, it seems like it's food.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Um, A lot of people are now and, and I know that this has been something that we've experienced. And we know this for a fact. A lot of people are saying now that they can now differentiate between what they need and what they want. I'm like, okay. That is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, a lot of people have been saying that this whole COVID experience has taught them to save up money.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: So, yeah, yeah. A lot of people are now just, well, what would do I do with my extra money? But um, the government has also given some. Um, 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 funds out to those who've been affected, those who've been laid off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they have been um, distributing that the past few weeks already. So
1: yeah, well, well taken care of. You it. know, what do many of the, the, especially the small businesses look like? Will, will a lot of them go under uh, after this uh, extended uh, lockdown uh, as they have in other countries as well? Or is the government stepping in to kind of prop them up and, and help them stay in business despite not having any business?
0: Yeah. So a lot of, uh, all these small businesses, they actually have threatened uh, the government in a way like subtly, that, you know, if you don't let us open, we will close forever. And you know, this is not going to be good for us. And that's why the government has rolled out on Tuesday, the 19th of May. actually, um, uh, the first phase is what they call it of their reopening. So they're going to see how this goes. Mm. Um, but, um, government has also given out all these funds to help other small businesses. And they have now a campaign nationwide to help the local businesses. And me and my wife have been conscious of looking for local businesses yeah. to support. And we can order online. And curbside pickup yep. is a thing here. Uh, no one eats inside the restaurant dine-in. Um, everything is just order uh, for delivery or just a curbside pickup. Sure. So we're supporting local businesses.
1: That's good to hear. And we're on with Harry Coro, the former One FM DJ, who moved back to Canada a little over a month ago. And, and Harry, how, how's that transition been for you? You were here in Singapore for so many years, and and really a fixture, especially on radio and at NTU as a uh, as a professor, mm-hmm. adjunct professor there. And um, how's it how's it feel to be uh, back in North America?
0: Well. It- Kind of weird in a way, but it's good because, you know, you know, working in Singapore, it's been like, I've been, I was working seven days a week there and it's super hectic. Yeah. Um, And um, every day you do something, you wake up, you do the same thing and long hours, but here, you know, you wake up and it's all chill because you can't go anywhere else. (laughs) So it's been so far a pleasant, relaxing experience. Yeah. Um, work wise, um, I think most of the, my work, my wife works from home five days a week. She checks in every nine 30 AM yeah. and she, she works in the animation industry and I'm hearing that they might not be called back to work in their offices, not until September or even end of the year. So a lot of businesses and, and offices may not open a, in, uh, the next month or so.
1: Wow. Well, we'll hope, certainly yeah. hope for the best. And <laughs> Uh, It's great talking with you, Harry. Harry Coro, our former, of course, one of them DJ now in Missagua, Canada, just outside of Toronto. And uh, we wish uh, you and the family all the best and and stay healthy and enjoy those Krispy Kreme donuts.
0: Definitely. And you as well. You Take care. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.